All right, good evening, evening, ladies and gentlemen. We're here with another uh, Jazz Matters uh, podcast. Uh, today, we're going to be talking to the great guitarist, David Grant. And uh, we're here also with our great host, Vaughn Coulter, the great Vaughn Coulter from Jazz Beats Radio. <laughs> yes. And uh, we what here we, we want to do before, um, before we get started in here, uh, we want you to go to, uh, uh, we want you to like the podcast and sub subscribe. Uh, you could also go to yesjazzmatters.org and uh, you can see everything there is to know about Jazz Matters. Uh, we also have um, Jazz Matters uh, store, which um, you can buy apparel, you know, sweatshirts, hoodies, t-shirts, mugs, and everything else I can put up there. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and lay it out now. Um, like I said, we have David Grant here. And uh, David, uh, for all the people that don't know you, can you uh, just start us off by letting us know where you're from and how you got into this business, music? Uh, I'm from Richmond, California, near Oakland, home of Tower Power and Curtis Olson and all these cool cats. Uh, I think Mimi Fox. Uh, have you ever heard of Tuck and Patty? They used to play around there. Uh, Ray Oviedo, yeah. yeah, Ray Oviedo. We used to go see Tucker and Function, all of them. Yeah, matter of fact, I did a recording at the Felton Pilot with my boys. I was just talking to them today. We did a recording up in the studio at some church in Vallejo way back when I was in college. Uh, my boy wrote a couple songs and Felton Pilot recorded them and stuff. So, so that and then my album I did, I did it with Curtis Olson, who used to play, used to be married to Rosie Gaines. And uh, she did diamonds. Mm -hmm. She was behind diamonds and pearls. Right. It was Prince. Oh song. yeah, yeah. Back in the day, so uh, so I grew up listening to that. Uh, I actually I was listening to music. Then all of a sudden I found jazz through George Benson, of course. And uh, and Earthwind, a little bit of Earthwind and Fire, the the, <laughs> the that's the way the world album. But that that out that Breezing album was like I listened to that all summer long for like. The whole summer I was 17. I was like, I don't want to learn to do that. And that's so I'm from Oakland. And that's how I got started in the music. And my boys was all, all my good buddies were all music heads and jazz heads. They were in a Brand X and Rush and Return to Forever and anybody and everybody that made good music, Tower Power, all that stuff. So I'm from Cali, the West Coast. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah that's that's your homeboy over there, Vaughn. He's from Cali also. Oh, where where you from, Mr. Vaughn? Born and raised in Compton, brother. Oh, heck yeah. I used to live in that. I was with the first day of me during the riots. I was all up in Compton, Compton Airport. I had some couple of brothers that flew airplanes out of Compton Airport and everything. And so I yeah, used to play. Yeah, that, little, that little municipal airport right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In the middle of the city. I used to go play at the townhouse all the time with uh, Ron Brown over on, uh, what's that thing? Yeah. On uh, Era. Every Sunday they had a jam session. And I remember seeing uh, Black Note, uh, Marcus Shelby, when they first started out, uh, and, and then Fifth Street Dicks, another little jazz spot. And I go to the world stage sometimes. So yeah, I've been around. I've been around. You know, you know, Billy so, McCoy is doing it out there now. Oh really? Yeah, the keyboard player. He's bad. He's badass. I'm sorry. He's a, he's good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You are on the air, and yeah. you can only do so many words with so many alphabets in them. So you have to watch out. Got to watch. I'm gonna keep clean. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but anyway, uh, Dave, I know that uh, your album 
uh, the uh, the one that the actually the, the album that you had. Uh, can you tell us about how you put that together? Because it's a great album. I mean, oh man, great, you know it's a great CD, and and it's and it's so reflective of of people like Joyce Benson or Norman Brown or somebody like that. You know, so as a as a how did you put that together and really what drove you to those uh, the way you the concept of it? Well, uh, I came up with the idea that like, you know, I'm I'm not getting any younger, and you know, I figure like I figure I need to leave something for somebody to know that I was on this oif, and so I said I'm gonna make a record, and the concept was I'm gonna make something that's not commercial, but all the stuff, all the tunes on there, were from artists that that people that inspired me. Like, of course, I did three or four George Benson songs, I wrote some songs, I did some. Uh, Wayne Shorter tunes, stuff I used to hear on radio, basically, at this, this radio station called KRE, AM and FM in Oakland, in Oakland, in Berkeley, I guess they were. And they used to play all kinds of stuff. And so that was my favorite radio station. So stuff like that, that inspired me. Robin Ford stuff, uh, some blues, because I like I like the blues. And so I went to my boy, uh, Curtis Olson, who was gigging around. He was like, I got a studio in my house and kept talking about studio. So I said, you know what? I went to him and started talking to him out in Oakland. And he said, yeah, I'll, I can put you together with a studio. And he's the one that produced it. And he came up with the, the he hired the musicians. Like that's how I got David Garibaldi on there for two cuts from Tower Power and all the cats, Ray Oviedo, uh, Mike Spiro, the great per percussionist is on there. Uh, Maceo Magdalou, who's played with uh, Pete Escovito a lot. His band was on there. So I got David K. Matthews, the organist is on there too. And he was playing with Tyler Power and, and Eddie James. So he got all these cats together and they were so gracious and humble to to uh, play with this novice. You know, so we recorded the stuff. I, basically, I went out there once a month for about two years. Because, you know, because I had class privilege. So I went out there and whenever I had money, I cashed them out. So it cost me about 10 grand and to get it all done. But I was really, really pleased how it came out. I sounded like I'm somebody. <laughs> You know, yeah. Amen. Uh, so, do are you in uh, contact with any of those people? Today? Oh yeah, still, still to this day. I, me and Curtis are real good buddies, and uh, and Ray Obiedo was at me before the COVID hit. Uh, I had started three more tunes for a second album, and then the COVID, hit, so I haven't been out. So I'm gonna probably contact him in a month or two because I think California is really on lockdown, lockdown now, and see about restarting this uh, starting yeah, yeah, the project. Yeah. So yes, I am on short short answer. Yes. Yeah. Now, now, like, let's say before the COVID thing, uh, had you planned on getting those guys together for any live stuff? Uh, no, just just on the album because they're so busy. I didn't, I didn't feel like I had the, uh, you know, they were they were really busy. Like Rio Bildo had his own thing, and he was playing with Pete Escovito and Chile, and then uh, Curtis Curtis was doing his. He started another business. Uh, to be honest, doing the cannabis stuff, so he kind of stopped playing altogether. Oh and yeah, he he saw the light. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so so he gave it up, you know, after all those years. He said, you know what, I want a steady paycheck, and apparently he's doing real good with that. And every every now and again, he's gigging with uh, Roger Smith, the organist up there in Sacramento and stuff. And and, and uh, who's the other cat? Uh, and a couple other cats like that, but he doesn't gig too regular. But I still, if I have any questions, I'm definitely gonna call him. Um, so yeah, I, I'm in contact with those guys, but mainly I'm I'm gonna be probably 
contacting Ray Obiero again in, in a month or two and see what's up about uh, finishing up my tracks. And I don't, I don't wrote three or four tunes since then. And, uh, and I'm still trying to shed and practice because, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a wood, wood fledgling guitar player. I need to get back into shed like nobody's business. So oh, I tell you, uh, COVID made that possible for a whole lot of people. <laughs> yeah, so I've been trying to do that regular, but I've been working a little more, so not as much as uh, at first I was always I was at it every day, but now I'm still kind of at it, but not as much as I want to be. But anyway, long story short, yeah, I'm going to be in touch with them and make it happen, so I got everybody in mind that I want to put on it, so yeah, definitely. Okay, so when you um, uh, put this together, uh, you're looking at what, probably by the end of this year? Hopefully, if I can uh, at least to have, because I got three tunes. Uh, they already they recorded three tunes at a studio out in uh, Sunnyvale, and then I want to add the originals and maybe put a couple more covers or arrange some arrangements of some covers. So yeah, hopefully at the end of the year, I can have something that's almost ready, like like ready for mastering and stuff like that. Oh, and, cool. Now you're gonna record out there, or you're gonna record in? Uh... Probably out there. Okay. That's where the gats are. But I wanna I'm I got ideas to do some stuff out here. I was looking at the studio down in uh again before COVID down here in Clayton County. And then my other friends got a studio up in up in uh, uh Swanee. So I'm I'm kinda doing both because I like I like the Atlanta flavor. You you know, every city has a flavor. You know what I'm saying? Every to me, every 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 region has its own little flavor of musicians. Right. And, and the reason I did the first one in Oakland was because that was my home. That's why I learned about all these great musicians. I was supposed to see, you know, John Luke Ponty, all these cats. And I used to listen to Curtis and all, and they played Latin and jazz. They played like everything. And they, you know, they Montunos, Boleros, they know all that stuff. So I was like, for oh, tunes like that, I need to go out there with a cat. And that's what I learned from Curtis also. He was like, you know, not every guy can play every groove. Like there's a funk drummer, but he, he may not be good at Latin. So he, he was. He showed me that the the every tune has a has its own little heart. So you got to find the, the right musician to match the heart of that tune. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, makes sense. So and it ain't nothing against the guy can't play, but he may not be a Latin drummer. May not be able to play some funk. You know what I'm saying? Because he's all into Latin. Right. Yeah. That's what he, that's all he knows. So it's just it is. So I'm gonna do a little bit of both. I'm gonna do a little bit of both. No question. Yeah. That, that reminds me of uh, Alex Acuna. I was talking to Alex Acuna once, and he was telling me, "Oh man, you gotta, you gotta play everything, man. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta get into everything." And he was definitely a, a workaholic when it came to uh, the music and stuff. You know, he wanted to consume everything, which is a good thing. I mean, Harvey Mason did the same thing. He exactly. got into all that stuff, man. So you couldn't tell what kind of drummer they are. <laughs> they are. <laughs> All you know is that you can use that person for anything, you know. Yeah, there are cats like that, then there's other cats that are just in their little lane, I guess, for right. whatever reason. And so you have to kind of, you you know, have to have an ear for what you really want, you know. So what right. what's best? So that's that's not slight, and that just is what it is. Like mm -hmm. Steve Gaz, like you said, Acuna's, Harvey yeah. Mason, they play on everybody's album because they can do. Pocket. Everybody out. Yes, they sir. can pocket. They can do all the yep. fields. They can do solo. They can solo. They can solo behinds off. They can do everything. They can swing with authority. You know what I'm saying? They can swing yeah. all that. Yeah. So, so what? Um, I was gonna check with you and find out if um, uh, you know, 
the, your this new album that you are gonna lay out, is it gonna be more? Uh, I know the other album, like you said, it, it was kind of a, it was in pocket, a little progressive. And yeah. is this one gonna be more in line with where people are doing what they call smooth jazz now, or yeah. is? Well, or more or less, maybe a, I'm gonna have. Well, I'll put it like this: I'm gonna have some. I got some tunes that I think would fit with a vocalist, and that's okay. all I'm gonna say. And they might be, but if you you call it what you want to, but yeah, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have some vocal tunes on there. Which the first album doesn't have any vocals on it. Right, and that's that's interesting because I wanted to find out what kind of vocals are you, are you kind of looking for? Is it male, female, or uh, both? I got one tune that would uh, called uh, uh, doing doing nothing slow. I think would sound good with like a voice like yours, kind of halfway singing. Okay, it'll it'll sound good, but I don't know if you want to do that. <laughs> Gravitas, you know, about behind, you know, it's the, 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 the idea of this song is me is like, I used to say, I like, I do nothing real slow. So, and I came up with a tune in a hotel room, like on my layover somewhere. And I came up with a, with a little ditty to it. And, uh, and the thought was somebody just kicking it, you know, <clears throat> and I, who better to kick it than a man, you know, I'm thinking I mean, women kick it too, but you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> to me, in my mind, it was caught up with a dude just kicking it. He done worked hard all week. And he just like, look, I ain't doing nothing today. <laughs> just my day to do nothing slow. <laughs> so yeah, I got I got both, and I got another tune that I think would be good with a female. So I'm a, I'm open to any sound that sounds good for the tune. Again, any any kind of sound that sounds good for the tune, the idea of the tune that I got. Now, so Vaughn over here at, uh, is over at uh, Jazz Beats Radio, uh-huh. and it. Uh, I, I definitely need you to get that material, your your, your first album, over to him. Oh, I can't. And, and let him check it out and everything. And uh, I'm sure you're gonna like it, Vaughn, uh, because it's it, Vaughn does I'm, a I'm he has a wide scope, it's, you know. Yeah, he can listen. You yeah. can Google my name, David Grant, First Flight, and it's on YouTube and it's on some other stuff. And but I don't know how you know. I put it on 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 CD Baby at first, and then it. Segwayed mm-hmm. over to YouTube and Spotify and stuff like that. Oh yeah, and uh, and there's some other cat, some other English cat. The only thing is, some other English cat named David Grant who raps. He's a brother. I'm like that ain't me. <laughs> so what I tell, but uh, I can uh, either hard copy or whatever. I can send a hard copy. I got a couple hard copies. I can send to him or whatever you want to do it. You know, so Vaughn, you want to jump in here anytime? I I think that uh, you know I, I'm looking forward to. Uh, hearing uh, uh, your your stuff, Mr. Grant, because I think, you know, those names you mentioned, and I'm a huge fan of Ray, uh, Ray Oviedo, that guy right there. And, you know, I think he's, his, 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 his uh, musicology is kind of like undercover because there's a lot of stuff he has written for a lot of other people that they have no idea that he writes like that, you know, yes, really, uh, really stellar musician, yeah. Yes. And, uh, you know, your list of uh, musicians that, you know, out of Northern California is, is legendary in the state, you know, um, you know, just hearing, you know, cats like, uh, you know, uh, you mentioned Dave Garibaldi and, yeah. um, you know, Tower Power, um, Confunction, you know, all of these bands that came out of there, the Brothers Johnson, yeah. you know, it's just, it, it that's kind of like taking me back, back in the day, you know. Because yeah. I'm a graduate of uh, LA City College, 
Okay. Uh, and, um, you know, and that's how I got involved with uh, Jazz Beats Radio because one of the guys that that attended the same that attended the school at the same time I did, he's the one that started this radio station here in Atlanta. Oh, and, okay. Uh, you know, so it's we kind of like hit it off and and uh, we're taking this thing into a, a, a positive direction and we're about ready to just burst at the seams for 2021. So, uh, yeah, send me the, your, your stuff, man. I'm looking forward to uh, having it part of my playlist, no doubt about yeah. it. Yeah, I can I can put it in. The, uh, you want me to mail it or email? I don't know how to do that. I mean, so, you know, I, you can email it to me. MP3, of course. You okay. Know, and uh, we'll check it out. Absolutely. Okay. okay. So, so before we leave, I got to get your uh, uh, your data so I can do that or text it to me or Edwin text. Oh yeah, it to absolutely. Me. Okay, cool, mm -hmm. cool. We can make it work. So okay. so what where, where, where um now when you're looking ahead, you know, uh, what do you think about some of these uh these newer or younger musicians right now that, uh, that's, you know, that's doing things and using the term smooth jazz or jazz. Now, the thing about it is I noticed uh, that a lot of them tend to play grooves, you know, uh, but they leave out that element of jazz, you know. So what do you think about that concept of uh, what people are listening to now. It sounds mostly like R&B to me, but you know, I, I want to get your opinion. Bro, you and me on the same page with that, and I get it, and it sells. I get it, I get it, but the art is <laughs> not there. I'm, excuse me, the art ain't there. You know what I'm saying? The art of improv improvisation, the art of, they just trying to do a groove that sounds like everybody else's groove to, to sell music, you know what I'm saying? And that's. That's not the same as being an artist, being a, a jazz artist, a jazzman to me. And it don't mean that you can't do two chord stuff in jazz, because you know uh, Coltrane did all that mode stuff, one chord, and wore it out. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All those cats do like one or two chords and wore it out and come up and not. But I get the other side of it that it sometimes it does get away from the listenership because they don't want to, they they don't understand or whatever they. <laughs> the American people are not not into anything where you have to think about it. That's 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 what we're up against, I think. Because the sound bite, we're sound the sound bite. Everything is like two minute sound bite, two minute. Get what you like the news. Here's a, here's the the teaser for the uh, the headline, and then bam, they're going through, and then they go into the next story. Kind of that kind of it's kind of that way with music. So we have now a lot of people have been conditioned to just get a little bit of taste of it and go and they, they, they hit bored real quick. They don't take the time to investigate. And that's what you need when you listen to stuff that's more musically good, for lack of a better word. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. It's almost like um, they're kind of like, they, they lost the heritage that Correct. they had in the, in, the, in the jazz culture. Correct. And, and, and they are basically shooting for the bottom line, which is the dollar. Yeah, and I get it. And, and with the dollar, of course, you know that there's no there's no soul in the dollar. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you not. can't, yeah, right. You know, you can't, um, you can't make it, you know, do something where there is none, you know? No. So you right. tend to uh, skate across the top of everything yep. and, and, and have, it, um, have it all sound the same. Like you said, it's a marketing thing right now, you know. But also, I look at it as miseducation. Uh, 
when it comes to the public as well as the musician. Uh, because, yeah. you know, uh, uh, let's say a, a young person can, can gravitate to an instrument, and unless he's uh, directed into a person that really wants him to do well or her to do well, uh, if he's learning guitar online, nine times out of ten, he's going to be uh, a, a smooth jazz type of player. That's true. That's all I've been, no I've been noticing that online when I've been looking at stuff because, you know, I I feel like I got so many stuff I need to learn. So many going back to basics and all that stuff, and there's a lot of stuff online, but it's all like, even backing tracks, like two chord stuff, it's yeah. like pretty modal and stuff like that. And it's, it doesn't do good. <laughs> but that being said, there's a lot of new young cats that are straight ahead that are killing it. No question. There's right. a lot of cats out there. They don't get no notoriety. And see, that's the point right there. You know, it's like, I know it's out there. I know that they're out there. And, but the, but society as a whole uh, is not recognizing that. You see what I'm saying? Right. And, and, and you know as well as I know that, you know, like, it seems like if you would put more emphasis on the heritage, the culture, the education, and so forth, uh, in the music, you know, we, we'd have a, in my opinion, uh, uh, society would be a little bit better thinking, you know what I'm saying, overall. <laughs> Overall, because then that way people will take the time and not look at a news news flash, and then take the time to learn what's really going on with all of it—the good and bad and everything. But nobody wants to do that, just like you said, because we're now focused on making that quick buck, and we don't care about nothing else. Folk don't care about nothing else. And, and, and with this uh, with this uh, situation we're in now, like the pandemic and everything, uh, that quick buck isn't going to be as quick. No. So in the meantime, you know what I'm saying? What What do you think they're going to do? You know what I'm saying? In other words, they're going to continue to do what they've always been doing, the same thing. But they're going to complain now about not having, you know, that kind of money rolling. <laughs> right. The gigs are dried up, apparently. You know, yeah, like, yeah, pretty much. It's desert out there. Yeah. And it's going to take a while for it to get back. I guess when they get the vaccine and folk. Some folk ain't gonna take the vaccine, so we're gonna be another two, three years dealing with this stuff till they get it all really straight now. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know what we gonna. Yeah, I was kind of looking at, you know, the way they were talking about it, twenty twenty three maybe. Yeah, that's about right. Probably the clearest, uh, you know, year we could see. Yeah. That things would get close to it, but by that time, most of your your giant promoters might be out of business. Yeah. And, and as well as the smaller ones, you know, the smaller clubs are going out of business. I think it was it uh, uh, the Birdland. Is, I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. they're about to drop. I'm like, what the? Yeah, it, it, do that it's go under that. You know, what I'm yeah. saying that that itself was an institution, yeah. and, and they can't even they can't stay afloat right now. I get it. So we, so I guess me and you got to start a little spot. Either that, or so, uh, get out, so get ourselves. Or else create a hut and then just put a sign out, a painted sign out there to let them know he's still here. <laughs> Bro, I'm thinking that same thing because like my prime example is like the world stage out at out at, out in Lamert Park. It's a little hole in the wall, but they keep that jazz going with the little yeah. donation, whatever they get. And they have they have acts coming through there. Jeremy Pelt was through there a minute ago, the trumpet player, and uh, they have they have cats come through and play and perform. Plus they got the jam weekly jam, and they have. Uh, um, um, what do you call them? Workshops and all that stuff. So they they're keeping it going as best they can. So 
I'm, I was thinking the same thing. Like around here where I live in the Haven, there's a couple of empty buildings. I'm like, what if I could open something up like that? Because there's a couple places in Oakland that they don't serve alcohol, but it's like a membership, just like they yeah. did in Salt Lake City. So you bring your own whatever you want to bring. And it's like, it's my little club, so I can do that. And then you put a little donation in the kitty, and then we have we have bands up in there and have music and have workshops and all the other stuff. So maybe it'll be upon uh, cats like you and me or whoever, because I, I, I'm about to retire from flying airplanes, I think. Thank. Okay. <laughs> Thank. I've been there 20 years. I've been there 20 years of master plantation, see. Been there 20 years, so. <laughs> 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 so I think... I think it's time to the, the to pursue the music for real, for real, for real, for real. I've been always kind of pursuing it, but I always had that side gig. But right. So you and and uh, so you're looking at what about staying there for another couple of years before you get out? Of there? Honestly, till child support's so. over. Oh really? So you <laughs> waited another eighteen years, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you don't put that on me like that, homie. God, no. <laughs> You move around the country so much, you know. You know, I know, I know that there's an infant somewhere. No sir, no sir, <laughs> no sir. Oh my God! No, sir. <laughs> See how he's doing me? That's supposed to be my buzz. See how he just put me all out on that. No sir, no sir, no sir. Oh, okay, I, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was just checking, you know, but uh, you know, I have to do that. So, so what do you think about uh, uh, like right now where we are, uh, and the arts is taking such a had to hit, you know, this year and, and uh, last year also. Yeah. Um, do you think we'll be able to get uh, uh, the confidence in people to come back out and listen to live music? Yeah, I kind of do because people are sick of being in quarantine or sheltered in place or whatever you want to call it. So people want to come out. I don't think they're going to come out. Just like uh, the people like at work not that they were full, but the airplanes were to the capacity that uh, my airline would allow. It was like, it was, oh man, it's almost like the normal airport up in here because people was going to see their people. They was going at, and I, Fauci said, stay home. They were like, bump that. We go. <laughs> so people were out. <laughs> so I think they'll come out. If you put it out there, especially put some good stuff out there, they'll definitely come out. I think they will. After a while, I think it, um, the ones that are, because there's some, there's a half of people that are scared and ain't going to leave the house for nothing. And there's some people that take precaution and will go out anyway. So I think you'll get those that will come out. No question. I, I think if, uh, if they, uh, if people would just uh, follow directions, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And, and, and if they're really serious about following directions and precautions, it'd probably be a lot sooner. But yeah, we are the land of the free. And yeah, that might, that, that, that's good, but then again, it looked like it might not be as good. <laughs> yeah, it, it just takes some time. Whatever, is going to happen is going to take some time, and a lot of stuff that's out there. Uh, you know, people. I know I've talked to people that are. If you're talking about the COVID, that are getting it, and they're wearing masks. Right. So it's not. It's not. It's, they don't. The folk don't really know what to do with this. So that's the problem, I don't think, and especially the government, the way the government is handling it without going down that road. You know, yeah. All the governments kind of screwed this up. Although I will say Georgia, because they do have the testing available and some other stuff, they they seem to be as, as, as much as you would like to 
the, the, the doubt them, they seem to be a little bit more more willing to try different stuff than uh, than just everybody following the same rabbit hole. You know, because you gotta you gotta be able to uh, uh, try whatever work, and then if it ain't working, you gotta be able to change. And you know, that's like me going to go land somewhere. And I'm getting a report before I take off. Oh, the weather's gonna be good at your destination. Blah 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 blah. Then as we get there, the weather starts crapping out even worse. So, what what kind of, what kind of sense would that make to get continue to my destination, even though I can't now? There's no way in heck I can land there with the weather they got. So now I gotta change. I gotta change in midstream and come up with a different plan that that'll make the outcome better. You know what I'm saying? I don't think some of these governments are doing that. They just stick with that one thing. That's all they know, and I'm like, well, no, you gotta. If it ain't working, you gotta try some other stuff or something. I don't know. Maybe uh, shut it down. Maybe well, shut I it think, down. I think real. they should be more like. Uh, I think they should be more like jazz musicians anyway. I mean, it. Yeah, it's, it's about improvisation, exactly, isn't it? It's exactly. You don't know. <laughs> That's what it's about. You got to be able to think you know, on the fly. You got to be able adapt. to adapt. Yeah, you get that. Okay, we tried this. Okay, we know it's Atlanta free. We know that half of you ain't gonna wear a mask. So now we come up with something else with the mask to make sure that, okay, well, how about testing? Okay, they, they don't mention nothing about testing and make people stay home that got the virus. But that's really where they get it from. Mask or no mask, I think. You're getting it from folk that got the virus, whether they have a mask on or not. And those folk need to be not out in public, period. They need to be home somewhere until yeah. they get over the, over the virus. And well, you know, I've I heard that uh, some of the other promotion companies are going to go ahead now. Uh, do some concerts this year, uh, you know, in the, in the larger arenas. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but they were gonna, uh, like, there was one, I think it, I can't remember exactly which one it was, but if, when you buy a ticket, mm -hmm. you have to have a proof of a COVID test. Yeah, that makes sense and, to me. And, and so forth, you know. And I think a lot of those people, uh, a lot of people will. Follow, kind of follow that example. Especially yeah. you talk about. Now, of course, you know you won't, you won't fill a hundred seater or on a hundred thousand seater. You know what I'm saying? Uh, even if you have that in place, you know, simply yeah. because of, of the of the amount of people you're dealing with. So it'll be a, you know, still a limited amount. Uh, but they're going to have to. They're going to have those uh, in the ticket before you. It's got to be in the ticket itself. That is perfectly logical. Because yeah. the again, the whole game is to keep the people with the virus away from the people that don't have the virus, so the people with the virus don't give it to the people that don't got the virus. You're right. It's yeah. simple as common sense as that. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. all of it's really about, but we seem to be focused on some other stuff. But anyway, so I'm hoping you're right, and I'm thinking you're right, and like I said, I'm thinking people will come out because they 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 cooped, tired of being cooped. Everybody I talk to tired of being cooped up, but tired of you know they they wore out. They want to do do something. So, so they'll be out. So, so on your um, with your with, with uh, your project that you're coming up with, but I, I'm pretty sure I know it's going to be good. If you're doing it, like you said, uh, most of it's probably going to be over in California. Uh, most of and, it. And, and the um, so but this, you got it. Mm -hmm. Except what now? Yeah, you know I'm saying. Go ahead. No, I forgot. Go ahead. Ask your question. <laughs> well, well, in, well, when you're back on the East Coast. Uh, Musicians, you have people in mind that you like to work with out here? Oh, most definitely, most definitely. Okay. Uh, even you, you gotta take off that Atlanta Hawks hat, though. So, you're not a Hawks fan? <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is? You're not a Hawks fan? 
Uh, no, I, I mean I don't really care about that. <laughs> <laughs> the all right, all right. Well, I'll make I'll make sure I don't have my heart uh, cap on. You know, if it, oh, on like session. Uh, 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 drummer wise, I you know I like Lewis keyboards. Uh, Lewis Ervo. I like Tyrone Jackson. Um, but those guys are so busy. Uh, but Lewis said he would do it. I think. And I, I, I'd have to revisit my drummers because I, I had some drummers. But I, I run into the same thing what I was talking about earlier. Like the cats, like at 290 or other spots, they can only do pocket, but they're swinging and swinging. And, and, and for me, my album is going to have some a little bit of everything. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what I grew up on, a little bit of everything. It's, that's true to me. That's, I, and that's what, to me, worked best. And maybe if the record came out good at all, because it was stuff that was all up in through here, you know what I'm saying? All up in through my, what I grew up, all up in my, it's all internalized. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't hard to hit the sweet spot and make it come out right because it was something I was from new and loved. You know what I'm saying? So if I do another record, I, it has to be that same kind of formula. It has to be something that I'm really good. Because I played gig, when I first came to Atlanta, I did a gig, and I first went, before I was flying for it professionally, I was still working my my licenses up at the remember the uh, uh, quarter note hotel up there on on Cobb Parkway. Used to, I think it's an Embassy Suites now. So the lady hired me to do a gig. Her and her husband, she was keyboards, and she was uh, he was keyboard, she was bass and singing or something. And uh, I don't know if you remember God, Dan Dan, what's his name? He died recently. The drummer, older older drummer, Dan. Uh, uh, Dan, I forgot his last name. Yeah, when I first came here in 93. This is back in 93, 92, 93, but way back. Dan, he lived on the east side. And I uh, moved him uh, in. I think it was, there was a Dan uh, over here. I think his name was Dan Whitney. Yeah, yeah, Dan Whitney. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Him. So him and me on guitar, and they played all these show tune Beatles stuff and all that stuff. And then after about, it was good money back then, $75 a night. So for two nights, Friday and Saturday night, you had to wear a tuxedo, which is cool with me, like whatever. And then after about a month, they came up to me, well, we're going to try another guitar player. I'm like, well, okay, why? Well, we could tell you're not into it. And I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so that came out. So that's, that's what I'm saying. So long as I, what I got to play, I realized I got to be into it. And yeah. is that, I don't know if that's good or bad or whatever, but. If I'm not into it, it ain't gonna come out sounding good. It, it's gonna come. It's gonna come throughout. The, in the, my fingers are no. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. So well, you I, know, I, I kind of had a conversation like that. Uh, even not last night, uh, where you know, someone asked me, "What's what's on your mind when you're playing?" Because they felt like uh, when when I'm when I'm working with them, it's almost like well, I'm just doing it because you, know, you called me. And that's it. You know what I'm saying? If they were trying to figure out why, you know, it wasn't all this emotion in it. I'm like, you know, sometimes when you play long enough, you control all that. You know, you can have just as much energy and keep a stone face, you know. And what you're doing there, though, is, is, is allowing you, what you do, you know, your, your, your sound to dictate all emotion for you. You know, they had a hard time grabbing, you know, Getting that around the head, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everybody doesn't have to, you know, uh, yoke their neck, you know, to make you think that they are playing something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, I hear you. you know, but some cats, some of the cats are good like that. Some cats are good and they their faces like whatever. But some guys be like they like convulsions and everything. It just be coming all out of them because it comes yeah. out of them naturally, and that's how it, that's how it comes out. You know? Yeah, and I, that's what I'm trying to let them know. Everybody's different. Everybody's different. You just gotta you know? listen to what they doing. What the, is it grooving? Whatever they face, it don't really matter. <laughs> yeah, but see, they were they were looking at it from a, a audience point of view. You know, oh, so you're looking at it like, well, the audience feels that, uh, you know, you're not, you're not getting into it, you know, uh, you know, if, if the sound is, is, uh, is good, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. and the group is good, uh, that means that you're not getting into it, because yeah. you're not getting it, you know what I'm saying? That's true, that's you true. Know, they're not getting it, you, you all of a sudden went over their head, you know? <laughs> Not so intentionally, that, you know, that's but that's how it takes. Yeah, that's the way it takes. <laughs> <You know? laughs> <That's laughs> I'm gonna ask a question. Yes, sir. As a, as a musician, does that happen often when you often drift off like that and not? How, I mean, as an artist, it, I always think that musicians are pretty much, you know, the artist, the total into what they're doing, you know, and. I kind of find that to be a little bit surprising because, I mean, do you actually feel like, you know, oh, I'm just going to phone this 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 section of this song <laughs> and, and, you know, phone That's it in. I'm not it. It. <laughs> no. Does that happen often? I mean, I'm kind of like a little bit surprised at that. Uh, that gig it did, but I, no. Yes, no. I don't know. <laughs> I put it like that. <laughs> uh, could. No, I don't know. Yes, sir. Um... For me, no. After that, because after that gig, and I was telling you about back when I first moved to Atlanta, after then I was playing stuff that I was either learning how to do or liked. And so, and I made sure that I just played stuff that I, that I had an affinity for, that I, that I could groove to, to keep that from happening. But, I, but to piggyback off that, you, you do wish a point. I am now more cognizant of my stage presence because I don't want to just stand there and just be looking all stoic. Although sometimes it's just because my brain is trying to think, okay, what can I do to make this music sound like music? So my brain is all thinking about what I'm hearing and processing and trying to right. come up with something to make, to match and not overbear. You hear what I'm saying? Well, yeah, you know, I think, mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, it's, a, it's, it's all about you, you know, your, your own soul, your, your own yes. essence, you know. And sometimes that doesn't even require a whole lot of physical movement and stuff like that. But as long as you get that out of your tradition, you know, that, that soul that Barn puts it so elegantly when he's talking about music, um, basically using the, the phrase that uh, Petty Carty did, jazz ain't nothing but soul. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and, and when you get in there and, you know, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it has to have a, you have to be uh, in a particular uh, frame of mind as far as, you know, trying to allow people saying, okay, I'm hitting this thing real hard, blah, 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 blah. Look at my expression on my face. You know, I'm into it that way. You know, if that's in your soul to do that, then do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, everybody's not like that. You know, some guys yeah. don't even. I, I remember I seen West Montgomery. Uh, many times, and, yeah. and it's almost like, you know, the, the, the statue of the banker. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, now if you can imagine the finger has a guitar in his hand. Yeah, that's what's not good. You don't care whether or not he's moving or not. Okay, because what's coming out of that guitar is, is West. It's West, no <laughs> question. Know? And he's going to canvas the whole room with that. So everybody's going to feel that, you know. That's, that's true. Kind of just watching the video West on YouTube just now before I chimed in from him from 1965 with Whitten Kelly and... Uh, uh, what's it, Paul? What's it, what's it, uh, Paul Chambers on bass and stuff, and he was just mm -hmm. doing his thing. And every now and then he'd look up and smile. Yeah, every yeah. now and then, right? Because he was like, "Oh, I hit that thing right there." Then y'all hit, or he was like, "Y'all hit that thing, whatever, right there." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he'd be back to doing his thing with his something, but it, but it sounded so good. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes, it, it sounded so good. So I'm like, okay. And that probably goes back to what you were saying about people not being able to listen constructively without they don't they don't absorb the whole thing. They look see if they're looking for your expression, then they're looking for a show, maybe. Right, that's the way I look at it. And they're looking for like they, no run no harm, but convunction and Prince and Earth and the Fire with this crap spinning everywhere and ACDC and. And kids with the blood coming out and the fireworks—they're looking for us. They—they—that's—that's that's part of entertainment, unfortunately now. And then, unfortunately, it's not quite so much that with jazz, because jazz is more about the music than right. the than the person than than the pyrotechnics. You know what I'm saying? So that's why people—that's probably why people say that that you don't look like nothing. I'm like, well, I ain't supposed to. I'm thinking and I'm playing. I'm trying to hear. So my brain is going. I'm not up here mindless doing something. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and I think uh, a lot of them just misinterpret, you know, that action because of what they already accustomed to before they even yeah. get You know what I'm saying? You get yeah. bombarded on the radio with a certain type of music all the time, you know, then that's what you're going to look for in any musician. Correct. Or rock musician, or jazz musician. You gotta kind of look for that. You know what I'm saying? And that doesn't happen. You know, then that's when you put your your hat on and criticize. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> and, and you only criticize about things you can't understand. I don't understand why you do that, but some people. That is correct. You are you are you are a wise one, Mr. Mr. Williams. You are wise and true. Well, okay. Now, Vaughn, <laughs> you, you Vaughn, you want to weigh into this because uh. I know that as much music as you play. I, just, uh, I was just listening, <laughs> and it when it, when when you talked about musicians being not being too expressive, I came across a video just this morning, and I was watching Brian Blade on drums, and he was freaking going crazy. He was playing. It was him, Wayne Shorter. I don't know who the bassist was or the piano player. But Brian, Brian Blade was ridiculously just, I, I, I wasn't even listening to the drumming. I was just watching the action. And it just <laughs> occurred to me that most drummers are the ones that will give you a show. You know, they just go blind crazy. And I remember years ago, I was in, uh, we was at, uh, I think, a, a park in downtown LA. And, uh, we had uh, one of the radio stations there was given a free concert in the park, and it was it was uh, Bobby Lyle, it was uh, oh. Eric Reed, <clears throat> yeah. it was um, uh, Abraham Laboriel, and oh, of yeah. all people, 
and Dugu on drums. Whoa. Leon. <laughs> and they were playing Bobby Lyle's classic, The Genie. Yes. And you, if you ever hear that that drum, that I mean, that rhythm, that that that's just, oh my gosh, it drives, the drummer's yeah. driving that song, you know. And Ndugu just went into this sequence where he was in a trance. And we were blown out of our seats. In fact, we were sitting down on the grass. So we, he blew us so far back, we looked like we slid on the grass away from was that at Lackland? Oh my gosh. And was that, was that at It was just so impressive. And from that point on, I remember I remember seeing Sonny Emery here in Atlanta, and he was just as energetic and just as animated as you could ever see a drummer. And it just reminded me how much drummers put so much of themselves into that 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 instrument. And they become that showman. You know, uh, and it's fascinating that, you know, we're having this conversation about, you know, being stoic and being concentrating and, you know, guitarists are so smooth and kind of like, you know, kind of like in that trance when they hit that groove and they got those chords going and, you know, and piano players do the same thing. You know, their antics are just with their hands. Yeah. With those drummers, oh my gosh, you know, they're, they're, they're that... That spark, you know. Full, full body workout. That's all I got to say. Oh, yeah, full body. Full body, no doubt. You you spoke the truth, the, the way and the light. The truth, the way. you like to take a collection after that. <laughs> it could. <laughs> but that's true. That's true. Was that concert at LACMA at the, at the, uh, on the grass out there? It was, it was, uh, it, it's, I can't think of the name of the park in the center of downtown L.A. Like, oh. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Like near uh, uh, Western and and uh, Wilshire and all of those. It's like it intersects. Oh. Well, really, they're running north and south, and that yes. park that sits with the lake in the middle, with that lake oh, in the middle. That Alvarado Park. I've been over there. Wilson. Off of Wilshire. Yeah. Over yeah, there in exactly. Lake. Uh, what's, what's the name of that area? Lake uh, West Lake. Um, um, I forgot the name of the area. It's like I know, uh, I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I can't think of it right now. It just escapes me. But that that concert was ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> that concert like was ridiculous. So, love Bobby, Bobby Lyle. Love Bobby Lyle. I saw him a few times. Oh, my gosh, yes. Spot in L.A. And he was killing. He had a drummer there that was killing. A little bass player that won a cane. A little short uh, dude. But he was killing on the bass. Oh, my God. He was killing it. He was killing it. He was killing. I was like, man, and that's that's yeah, the beauty of jazz. Yeah. You can you can like for me like like when I told you I listened to that uh, Breezin album, the three songs on the back, Affirmation, So This Is Love, and Lady. I would listen to the whole thing together, then I would just play Affirmation over and over again. And the first time I'm listening to wow. George, second time I might cue in on the on uh, what's his name, uh, Klaus Ogerman's string arrangement. Just I'm like, how do you put the strings right. in that? And then I'm listening to the drum, Rissa Harvey, especially on uh, So This Is Love. He's putting that little back groove with a bunch of fills in between that stuff and the little, the little airy part in the middle of that song. And, I, and then I listen to Ralph McDonald. I just listen to this, all those. I can listen to the whole album. Let's listen to one instrument the whole time through. And then I can listen to it again to see what I missed and then that clue on to something else. See, that's, I'm weird like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> 
<laughs> I think we all did it because we're true jazz heads. We're that, that's what we would do. You know, we listen to these albums and we try to find these things we didn't hear before and yeah. uh, where the, the other musicians lie in, in, in those compositions and what, what they contributed to it. So, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with you on that. Well, I'm sorry. Like coming up through, through the years, you know, that, that's the way I had to learn most of, you know, things I did, you know, I had to learn everybody's time, you know, and still to this day, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm still in that mode of learning everybody's part. Yeah, that's good. You know. Because he, you're a good bass player, so I, I, I love you a long time. Uh, okay. Well, <laughs> Yeah, I, I forgot to let you know, Vaughn, that, that, that David's comedian, and, uh, and, he, and he never turns off. I'm sorry, I could turn down. <laughs> you see, see all the movement. He can't, he can't sit still. I can't sit still. I'm yeah, like, he I can't sit still. I'm like a lifesaver. I can't. Yeah, you can laugh a minute. You know? I, I hey, you gotta enjoy your life. You gotta enjoy your life. But it's yeah, all good, yeah. man. Now, uh, Dave, uh, for people that want to. Uh, Get in touch with you, man, to uh, follow you or whatever. Uh, have mm -hmm. any platforms that they can get? Uh, right now, I'm having an issue with my Facebook. I guess I, guess I do have an Instagram. Uh, email me, I guess, dgrant727 at aol.com. And it's on the back of my album. And my stuff is, like I said, it's on YouTube. Facebook kissed me, kicked me off because if somebody hacked my stuff and uh, and replaced my login email with another email, and so now I'm fighting with them. And I'm I'm going to probably put on an Instagram and a Twitter, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get that together. So okay. I'm I'm in unfortunately I'm in flux right now. All I got is my email for sure in the Instagram. They, so the email, they, yeah, you give them that email again. Grant seven two seven at aol dot com, or they can call me direct. Can yeah. I give the number? I ain't scared. Yeah, yeah. Four zero four. 808-7699. That's David Grant, 404-808-7699. Glad to talk to any and everybody, especially if it's about music or whatever, all day long. Bites on something. And uh, for mine, of course, you know, let us know where jazz beats are. And, yes. And, and Barn, Barn has so many handles, so many different ways to get in contact <laughs> with him. He can't hide from anybody. I know they they find me everywhere. Uh, it's it's you can find me at jazzbeatsradio.com. That's the webpage for the radio station, and also uh, I'm on uh, Instagram as well at Vaughn Coulter, and uh, my email address is vonkoulter at fm at gmail.com. So you know just. Uh, Hit me up there, um, and uh, if you know the other fellow musicians out there that want to, uh, you know, have their music heard, and, and you know, we we at the radio station we highly highly represent the independent artists. Um, that's how that station was built, um, playing music by the independent artists, and uh, we've done we we we've done real good with those guys, uh, male and female. And uh, so we're looking forward to be able to uh, keep that out there because the uh, independent artist is what makes us who we are. Excellent. Well, I'm going to be in touch with you more yeah. regularly, Mr. Vaughn and Mr. All Mr. right. Because y'all both cool with me. I don't care anybody say. I don't care anybody say. Y'all cool with me. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> this is an undertaking. Hey, hey, Mr. Wills, I'm I'm serious about looking into maybe doing some kind of world stage type of thing, like a, a, a getting a spot and then a studio and putting some instruments in there, and then having it open and a couple of little folding chairs and start, and then see if we can't promote this stuff ourselves. Make sure we keeping something going for at least a year or two or three. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, uh, as a matter of fact, yeah, we can we can talk about that. You know, whenever you you know get a chance, and you can see it to where we you know where they can actually go. And it can be done. It's just a matter of us going on it, and putting our hands in, making it. Cool. I'm I'm I'm, man. I'm cool with that. I'm definitely cool with that. That would be cool. And then we can gig some, and everybody else can gig too. Right, right. Now, um, you can uh, you can reach uh, me at uh. Gas Matters, or the website is actually yesgasmatters.org. And when you go there, you know, we have, um, like I said, we are 501c3, and we do take donations uh, to try to keep the music alive. Uh, we also want you to um, definitely uh, subscribe to the podcast, uh, share it with your friends, uh, like us. Uh, you also have, like I said, the Jazz Matters uh, store, which you can buy a uh, t-shirt with lots of cool stuff, you know. I'll you know, get that. I get one. Yeah, I just check Freddy it out. I got my Freddie Hubbard on just for Oh, you. yeah, yeah. But you just leave that, yeah, leave that alone right now. This is right here, right here is what I'm saying. You know, jazz Matters. I'm going to buy that one today. I'm going to join up and I'm going to give you a little money and I'm going to buy the t-shirt today. Okay. Yeah, they got they got T-shirts like I said, hoodies and sweatshirts. Also, uh, they even got coffee mugs. So I know that I know that you uh, are coffee drinking, even though you spike it most of the time. Uh, <laughs> you know, but you use that mug and everybody drink. I, I drink tea, green tea. Uh, oh yeah, right. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, you can get us up. That's yesjazzmatters.org, and uh, like I said, subscribe. Uh, like us, uh, go uh, to the store, donate, you know, all that you can get on that page. You can learn everything there is to know about you. Okay. So, guys, uh, we're going to wrap this up. And uh, Dave, it was great uh, talking to you and seeing you again. Yes. And uh, I'm glad you got on, and I'm glad you were able to, to uh, keep the jokes to a minute. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got it, you know. I'm sorry. I'll keep it down to a minute. But okay, you better. Could. I know it was killing you not to be able to talk about it, but it's all right. You know, we're talking no, about the music. We're just talking about the music. Today. <laughs> it was perfect <laughs> to hear everybody. No, it was perfect. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Okay, man. Cool. All, all right. right. And uh, we'll get back with you uh, with the next Dance Matters uh, okay. podcast. So uh, say goodbye, everybody, because it's Bye. over. Enjoy the music. Enjoy and Mr. Grant, you just keep yes, doing you, you just keep doing you, brother. You just keep That's doing you. Oh, he can't help it. He can't help That's all I can do. <laughs> okay, man. All right. All right. Easy. All right.